Hello. Hey, everybody. My name is Bob, as you know, because you're listening to my podcast. And I don't know if you know this, but coming to bookstores, that's right, bookstores, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Target, Amazon, you name it. December 6th, you can order Monty the Dinosaur at your local bookstore. That's right, my man. If you don't like going to comic shops because they're stinky and kind of sweaty and and maybe the people in there aren't too nice or you've never been to a comic shop and you're intimidated by the process of it, first off, you're going to the wrong comic shop. And second off, you don't have to do that to get Monty the Dinosaur. It's available on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble, at Target.com. It is available all, all over the wide, wide world web, my man. If you want to read a great comic book, if you want to read a great comic book to your kids, go out and order Monty the Dinosaur at Barnes & Noble at Amazon, wherever fine books are sold. I've always wanted to say that. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. DorkTrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Well, good. I'm glad your family had a nice uh, holiday. Yeah. Too bad we couldn't see you guys. So no, you're super busy every time you're down here. So Ugh. I don't even bother like trying to pressure or anything about trying to get up or together or whatever. But next time I'll be in town is for Tidewater Comic Con. I'll have a little more free time. Um, yeah, just with the family and everything, it just gets so busy. Yeah. I mean, you got to family comes first. Yeah. I didn't even see Mike. We didn't even have a chance to run up. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. I think I hung out with I hung out with Drew once on that Friday right before Christmas Eve. I just it was brief. It was a lot of running around. It was it was it was almost no fun. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like that close to being no fun. Yeah. I will have to I if I Alan invited me New Mutant invited me to a, a Pathfinder game that he's that he's running. Yeah. Would you be interested in playing Pathfinder? What is that like Dungeons and Dragons? It's like 3.57 or whatever, 3.75. It's kind of like it but different. Uh possibly. So if we if anybody drops out I'll recommend you cuz he's already got a he's already got his group of people or whatever. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Is Jenny and Ben coming this time? I don't know. I didn't see Ben's birthday. So I don't know if he's partying up right now. Oh, it's Ben's birthday today? I think so. Oh, that's, that's cool. Facebook would lead me to believe. Hmm, I was unaware of that. I didn't see it. No, he's not on mine. I don't know. I saw birthday greetings. For Ben? For Benjamin. Hmm, that would explain why they haven't responded at all happy birthday one hour yeah i guess happy birthday dad so i guess that would be his birthday all right we'll just go on without him <laughs> uh that's the sin okay i've seen that cinnabon thing all day today but you know what on facebook i didn't bother to read the name above it how lazy yeah. did that make me i just saw the picture and went oh okay i just kept going i didn't even think about it all right i saw it and i went mm, and then i read the caption i was like oh okay cool happy birthday yeah i didn't even notice it was ben's birthday okay I'm, that makes me a terrible friend i'll have to they, wish. Might, they might still show up it's just nine thirty now i know i mean i doubt it i haven't like they haven't responded at all to any of the uh whatever 
space traffic. Yeah. You know, it's uh, I kind of forgot how this one ends. <laughs> um, I have to. Let me pull up the wiki dealio on this thing. This episode was Star Trek Noir. Yeah. And I enjoyed it very much. I will say that. I will say I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, it was good. It's just I first watched this maybe like three weeks ago. Yeah, because we've been kind of... I started rewatching it, but I only got to like maybe a little over halfway through on the rewatch. Uh, this is not Melora. This is... No necessary. I I've watched. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've watched three episodes ahead. Oh really? Because like I said to myself, you know what? I don't think I'm getting into the show the way I should be. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna start binge watching it and then going back and watching the episodes that need to be reviewed. Hmm. So I'm just watching, just for I'm watching for strictly fan. Uh, I guess like strictly as a fan and then that I'm going back and then rewatching the review episode. I think that really helps me. I'm all the way up to sanctuary. So I watch necessary evil. I watch second sight and then I watch sanctuary. So I'm just going to keep going and then go back and rewatch. Yeah. That makes sense. It doesn't make sense. Perhaps I shall do the same because I haven't seen this. So yeah. And like, I mean, I've seen some of these episodes, but it's just been so sporadic that I, you know, I have a good idea of what, ds9 is but i don't know the episodes you know what i mean yeah i i and the thing is like i think i, f- I find myself enjoying the show more that way if that makes yeah. sense like i enjoy it more when i go back and when i watch a bunch of them in a row and then i go back and watch one or two i find myself enjoying it more and uh i just yeah. really enjoyed this episode it's called necessary evil it is the 28th episode of the science fiction television series Deep Space Nine. It is the eighth episode of the second season. An attack on Quark in his bar leads Odo to reopen an investigation into an unsolved murder dating back to the days of the Cardassian occupation. That is this seriously could be the tagline of Law and Order Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yes, that could that could be the tagline for many episodes of this show. Uh, Quark, yeah. Odo, Cardassian occupation. <laughs> like that's that the is, open investigation. <laughs> it is dong, very, dong. it is very much uh, Deep Space Nine, Law and Order. It even yeah. there are points to it um, where it has almost a Blade Runner feel, and we can get to that later. Yeah, yeah. The, the way the episode works is uh, a, a very sexy older Bajoran woman. God damn, she's sexy. She looks like she's into fucking. Yeah. Uh, she is definitely hot to trot, bro. <laughs> yeah. She's built like a brick shit house, man, and she wants to get it in. She, yeah. she wants us to bang her. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, she hires uh, Quark. And if you're going to hire somebody... For some devious shit, you know. Yeah, I mean, he he by far is the most devious and kind of underhanded and uh, uh, I guess gray character on the show. So why not hire Quark? Yeah. Now I don't think anything illegal goes on 
on the space station or on Bajor without Quark's knowing. Yeah, so that, that kind of incentivizes you to go ahead and just go directly to him because otherwise he'll hear about it and he'll get his, he's going to get his shekels either way. Yeah, he's going to get what he wants. Platinum, baby. Yeah, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. Yeah. He's going to get it in because that's what Quark do. Yeah, that seems to be the bonus, too, that she's offering. Yeah, I mean, she is kind of throwing it at him. She's like, hey, look, if you do this for me, I'll totally suck your cock for $1,000. Totally rub your ears until you but, ejaculate all over yourself. But Rom can't watch there. He has to pay 100 <laughs> Oh, lovely woman. We're all very fond of her. <laughs> and then Quark leaves, and he's like, I'm just going to go find a cash machine. And then that's it. <laughs> Then he's laying on his rug, smoking a doobie, Quark is. And then all of a sudden, two aliens come in, and there's like this weird flash. And then you hear a Bob Dylan song. Like, this episode's fucking weird, man. And then Quark is having this dream where he's flying through, like, he's flying through the city of Los Angeles for some reason. He's just flying around. And then all of a sudden, he crashes in his dream and he wakes up and he's like, Oh, and he looks down and the rug that he was laying on is all gone. And he's like, Oh man, Dude, that's big Lebowski. That's, that's not this yeah. at all. I thought it was a, the later dream sequence with the, uh, the bowling, like uh, <laughs> he's going through the legs with the bowling ball. No, no, that's later on. This is, um, this is right at the beginning, right? Yeah. That's at the beginning where after he meets bunny Lebowski. Right. He was yeah. played by a very young and, uh, not surgically, I guess repaired um, Tara Reed. It's Tara Reed. Now oh, Tara, oh, Tara yeah, Reed yeah, plays yeah. Bunny Lebowski. She plays the the tr- young trophy wife. Right. I'll suck your cock for a thousand dollars. Rain can't watch though. He's gonna pay a hundred. <laughs> Lovely woman. We're all very fond of her. Let's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go find a cash machine. Man, I haven't watched Big Lebowski in a really long time. I might have to. I might have to watch that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's great. Big Lebowski is one of those movies that I used to watch high all the time when I smoked marijuana. And um, I've seen the beginning. I've seen the beginning of it. I don't remember the end all that much. I remember starting the Big Lebowski. I don't remember finishing the Big Lebowski. Next Friday is that way for me too. Like I forget what happens. Like with the whole baby Joker thing and the all that. I, yeah. I just remember the beginning of it <laughs> very fondly. I remember Uncle Elroy and all that stuff, <laughs> but the the end just whoosh, loses me. Everybody gets arrested, basically. Basically, except yeah. the black except, people. Yeah, except the the right black people don't yeah. get arrested. Yeah, which is horribly ironic considering yeah. the time. Exactly. That- if this was a reality in Los Angeles, in the suburbs, shit. <laughs> Ice Cube would have been laid out. <laughs> I, uh, Ice Cube would be dead. My Gaps would yeah. be dead. Uh, Uncle Elroy would be dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll be dead. Only the, only the white guy would be alive. Yeah. Who, ironically, is dead. He killed himself. Which white guy? Um, the white guy in Next Friday, uh, the skateboarder dude. He worked at the record store. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was in Kids. He killed himself. He hung himself in a hotel or something. Yeah, not in a fun David Carradine kind of way, but in like yeah. a sad suicide kind of yeah, way. Like I really want to end this way. Yeah, yeah, not like in a whoops, yeah. I died masturbating kind of way. 
I used a separate belt to kill myself. <laughs> my other belt is still on my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that sad kind of tragic death. As uh, whoops, hey, I got condolences, condolences to his friends and family. By the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's, if they're listening, I mean, yeah. I'm sure they might. I mean, somebody might be. You never know. This is a very popular podcast. I mean, we have thousands of downloads a month. Hey. You know, at least 1,000, <laughs> which would be thousands. So as long I, as I downloaded have, on 20 of my devices. <laughs> I'm always the first download because as soon as I upload it, I download it on my phone to make sure it works. Yeah. So I'm always the first download of Dork Trek, always the first one. There you go. I got to make sure it works because I don't want to get a – uh, an email saying like this doesn't work and then I got to figure it out. I mean, cause it would probably yeah. only be one. It'd probably be from uh, what is his name? Justin minor. He'd be the guy going, what the hell guys? Where's <laughs> the episode? You guys are dicks. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Always a feedback. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, man. I dig it. I think we have a very loyal fan base. For, I mean, it's obvious we have a very loyal fan base because we didn't do the show for two years and people still listen. So that's yeah. cool. And I do appreciate like when when people aren't into what we do, they let us know, but then they still listen. Like like when we would go on off our our uh, GI Joe tangent or whatever. Yes, a lot of people are like, nah, not so much, but they still suck around for more Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, we get there eventually. We'll get to the Star Trek. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get your Trek, baby. Yeah, come, come on, come on, baby, get it together. <laughs> and then um, so yeah, so the sexy Bajoran woman who's clearly older, like she's a. a MILF, I hate to use that term because I'm old now and the term MILF doesn't, I mean, that applies to my wife now at this point. So it's kind of weird <laughs> yeah. uh, being a mother of two. I guess your wife as well is probably. Yeah. This. You know, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or not, but MILFs and MILF videos are getting younger for some reason. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm MILF. like they're like 22 years old. I'm like, that ain't no MILF. Yeah. I think in order to be a MILF in a, in a, porno on the internet you just have to have big fake bombs yeah. there's three things you need you need big fake bombs you need a rough looking face and a busted ass pussy and then you're a milf. that's all it takes at that point like if you have those three things then you're a milf i think you need to look more dennis into the mature line of adult videos that's where their ladies are actually older yeah but some of them are like, too old <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like disturbingly old. Yeah, but Dennis, you can't have not, your cake. Not that old people can't have sex, but I just don't want to watch it. Then. Um, you know, I just think like some like the the financial crisis of two thousand and eight hit people a lot harder. <laughs> I think yeah, there was a surge. Like, man, I gotta do something. Uh, my four hundred one k is gone. It was all in the market. It's gone. I gotta go blow some black guys. Come on, Sonny, don't you want some of this granny pussy here? <laughs> So yeah, it's sad, but whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, uh, not my life, not my grandma. So I'm cool. <laughs> and even some of the some of the weird like European ones, like the Russian ones, are just old ladies. Like these are just literally old women they find on the breadline. Like, hey, yeah, you want to make some money, I guess, and fuck these dudes. All right, <laughs> like there's just yeah. nothing to it. Like it's like I'm pretty sure there's some chemicals involved. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot. Lot. To keep these old bitches alive, I think. That's where the <laughs> chemicals come in. Yeah. But yeah, so this old lady uh, asks Quark to retrieve a strong box from her former husband's shop on D. Mm, and not her strong box between her legs mm, either, because he gets that later. That's the real strong box, baby. <laughs> 
that's the strongest of the strongs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so Cork is like, all right, cool, I can do that for you, honey. You got to pay. You got to pay me. Yeah, and I was surprised at the price. It didn't seem like a lot. Like I guess I don't know how much uh, gold press latinum is actually worth. How much latinum was it? Because it seems to vary. Like five five strips. That's weird because don't they normally talk about it in bars? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's bars, sometimes it's strips. So I, I don't understand the denominations of this money. Yeah. So like, is a bar more than a strip or do you think, or do you think Cork was just doing it to try to get it in? This is where we need Ben because he would either know the answer or say something convincingly enough that we would think it was the actual answer. He would say, uh, you know, sometimes on a street level, they would say strips because to make it more uh, underground. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Mark Twain voice. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, that sounds good to me. Uh, you know what? You're right, Ben. Mark Twain said so, man. That's how it works. Yeah. And didn't Bill Clinton agree with him, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you argue against Bill Clinton and Mark Twain? I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it's inconceivable. You know, at the, um, towards the end of the year, I was listening to, to NPR and they had something, I think it's called the Capital Steps or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they do a year in review of politics and stuff or whatever. So it was all election. It's like a musical election show or whatever. So it was just, there was nothing else on because everybody else goes into their Christmas mode. Yes. So, but um, they, they brought in all the, you know, Trump and Hillary and all these people, but they had a Bill Clinton impersonator as well. And as soon as I heard, I was like, Ben does it better. Yeah, Ben does a really good one. Uh, the best... The best Bill Clinton for my money was still, and maybe I'm looking at through it uh, with rose-colored glasses because I miss him so, would be uh, Phil Hartman. I thought Phil Hartman did a really good one. Warlords. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to get the food to the people, but the warlords are taking it. (laughs) And then followed by Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond does a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's good at everything he does because he really, like, he's super hypercritical about it. Like, Like, Phil Hartman did a good caricature. Yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah. Daryl Hammond just fucking becomes people. And I like how Daryl Daryl Hammond was always doing the the bottom bite lip. Like that was his Yeah. Mm, like that was his his kind of move, his his go to. But yeah, Daryl Hammond is a good one. But Phil Hartman is just a genius in every sense of the word. Yeah. And you know, um Chris Parnell doesn't get enough credit for his Ted Koppel. Because yes. whenever they did like some of those debates, he would always be taken. Like, you don't even know it's him. Yeah. I mean, I would say Chris Parnell doesn't get a lot of credit in general. No. I thought, I thought Chris, honey, he works a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, Chris Parnell is a very talented guy. He does voices. He did voices on um, – he does voices on Nature Cat. He does voices on Word Girl. Rick, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Like, he's everywhere. Like, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Progressive box. Yeah. Like, I love Chris Parnell. I always thought he was really funny. You know, and he was in the Dr. Poop sketch with Tim Meadows, which is still one of my favorite sketches. Well, we're going to have to go make another one. <laughs> but he says to you know, Dr. Poop, I got to tell you, you're a real straight shooter. <laughs> we lost your baby. <laughs> Doctor, you've angered me today. You got to hit it, dude. You're a real straight shooter. <laughs> Uh, that's another person that doesn't get a lot of credit. Molly Shannon. Genius. Yeah. You know, yeah. she, she had her time with the, 
the superstar, uh, whatever, yeah. Mary Catherine Gallagher. But she did a lot of other awesome stuff. Yeah, I think that might have been a mistake for her career to do the movie. Yeah, too soon. Yeah, I think it, it really kind of typecast her into that. So she couldn't really expand it to anything else. Yeah, I really, I mean, when her and Will Ferrell used to do the dog show sketch. I love dog show. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then frightened dogs. They just bang on the drum and say dumb shit. Yeah. Like I loved, she was Mary. She was great in, in Talladega Nights, because she was the she was the the car owner's boozy wife. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like, I just love to sit up here to feel the vibrations. <laughs> she was awesome. I love her. Yeah, you know. Yeah. God bless her soul. I wonder what she didn't she do a couple guest spots on like Will and Grace or whatever, some shit like that. Yeah. I love Molly Shannon. What's she doing now? I would love to see Molly Shannon on the new Star Trek. That would be awesome. Yeah. How can we work that out to get Molly Shannon on Star Trek? <laughs> well, they'll, uh, they'll finish casting sometime in 2018 for the first season. So. <laughs> She's got time to, to build an audition tape. Oh, holy shit. I totally forgot that. I'm, I'm at Molly Shannon's Wikipedia page. She appeared in the episode of Seinfeld, The Summer of George, where she played Sam, the co-worker who drove Elaine crazy because she did not swing her arms when she walked. Yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot that. <laughs> God, it's such so awesome. There's nothing better than Seinfeld. I'm sorry. Like, I hate to, I hate to always Except come maybe The Simpsons. Except maybe The Simpsons. The only thing that would be con for The Simpsons is that it just... It's been on too long. It's been on too long. Like, it's just there. Nobody... I don't even think anybody cares anymore. And, like... Yeah. It can't... Even if it's... Like, it might be good now. I've heard that they've done some good things recently. But it's it's kind of hard for them to die a dignified death at this point. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely agree. I don't know. I just, uh, it's, it's not something that I wish would go away because I love it. Uh, I just, I mean, I haven't seen, I mean, for Christ's sakes, I watch Columbo episodes on Sundays instead of watching new Simpsons episodes. But like, I like Columbo. What am I going to do? You know? Yeah. I think the only time I watch like a newer post 2005 Simpsons episode would be if it's on like FS, FXX or something yeah. like that. And the one before it was one that I, I like. I would say up until like as because FXX kind of took it away from syndication, like regular syndication, like it kind of fell out of that and just went back to FXX or whatever, or that was like their launching point, I guess. But I mean, there was nothing better than when the Simpsons were on for an hour when I was living in Richmond, which was God, that was forever ago. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> it was it was on for an hour every day at six o'clock, and I would watch it every day like clockwork. I'd watch every episode. It was awesome. Yeah. I think it was like my TVZ or something like that would, yeah. uh, would run. Now they just show the Big Bang. Now it's all Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I'm not saying it. I just can't, I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't get that show. I, I, I don't get any of the CBS comedies. Like it's, yeah. they're just so broad. Yeah. And I, you know, I it's guess. It's not funny. That's, <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah. 
or they're they're not spe- I don't know they're not speaking to me I don't know they're just it's just not my cup of tea and not saying that like I'm some 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 comic genius but I mean Seinfeld still holds up Seinfeld's funny like Seinfeld's still great yeah but it's like that kind of irreverent offbeat humor that 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 was still big enough to to reach everyone you know yeah my wife doesn't care for Seinfeld. Well, she I don't think speak in English. She, well, I mean, yeah, she understands what's going on and everything, but I think she doesn't like how much I like it. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, I thought it was because there's too many, too many Jews. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll take care of that. I mean, nothing. But Dennis! <laughs> took it too Sorry. far. That was the alt-right feed cutting in here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But it's not funny, but it's funny. Yeah, it's terrifying, but funny. Uh, but yeah, so anywho, so Quark Quark and Rom, because when I'm pulling a top secret mission, I want to bring Rom with me because that guy, is, I mean, he's... You got to have a space night with you. He's, he's pretty, he screams professionality and like tactical awareness of thievery. Like I can't think of anybody better to bring... Yeah, he's got nerves of steel. (laughs) (laughs) He won't break under questioning, for sure. Yeah, not at all. But, I mean, he does prove himself kind of useful. Yeah. But then he can't keep his fucking mouth shut, though, because he basically keeps telling uh, Quark, yeah, I know how to do this because this is how I break into your your floor vaults every night. Let me steal all your shit. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. What? I mean, nothing. See, I mean, yes. That's the funny thing. Like, I think I think Quark would have been more impressed if he told him that he actually was stealing from him. That's probably why Quark was more upset that he he was like, "Oh, but I never taken a dime from you, baby." I'm so loyal. <laughs> He's like, "No, no, no. That's not. There's no rule rule of acquisition about not stealing." I'm too loyal, Jack. I ain't never gonna steal nothing from you. Yeah. I be love. I be loving you too much, baby. I be loving you. Yeah. And then and all then, this. Then Quark tells him, "Am I not my brother's keeper?" No, no, but then somebody else gets blasted. Quark gets blasted by just some dude. Somebody else comes up and goes, get, my, get your hand out of my pocket. And then, just, and then just shoots his ass. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Brigier comes in and saves him in time, which is nice. Yeah. And then since we have a, a murder, I mean, almost, it's almost a Marita. Yeah, and a mysterious list of names. Mm, uh, Bajoran names. Ooh, what is happening here? This is so weird. I don't know what's happening. Odo gets yeah. involved because, you know, again, this is his turf. And then it turns into like, then it turns into like a 50s noir show. It's amazing. Like, it's really yeah. killer. <laughs> like, I, I guess the, uh, since the Cardassians are spo- supposedly reptilian or whatever, that's why everything's so dark because they have like good night vision, right? Yeah, I don't when they go back in time, the station's really kind of darkly lit. And it kind yeah. of gives that, that noir feeling. But yeah. I think maybe the, the real application of that is because the Cardassians see better in the dark. Maybe, dude. But it's cool because as soon as uh, Odo walks into this shop, he goes, there's a flashback, boom. And yeah. he, he's back at the chemist shop, and you see a gold Ducat, and he's just sitting there being all Ducatish, and he's yeah. all you know, sneaky, so shitty. And they're not calling him by his name. There's like, oh, shapeshifter, you were doing that that neck trick, if I remember correctly. Yes, that neck trick. Uh, We were going to send you off to the front lines to entertain the troops. And all of a sudden, they were going to turn, which which I think being Bob Hope to a a group of Cardassians would have been pretty sweet. 
Yeah, at least for a short-term gig, you know, yeah. unless the Cardassian neck trick actually is a sexual act. Which <laughs> cool. I mean, I wish my wife would do some neck tricks if you can't. <laughs> Hand tricks or any kind of tricks. Yeah. Make you butt. Okay, go to magic school. <laughs> but then um, he's like, no, your talents would be wasted, shapeshifter. And I love the fact that he's calling him shapeshifter the whole time. It, it, really, yeah. it really kind of degrades Odo to a point, but like it's, it's still very kind of uh, it's just cool. Like it's just fun. It's yeah, it's kind of like in um, some of the sci fi channel shows or movies, they call people like Offworlder. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, it's cool. I dig it. Yeah. It says to I'm going to make you a private venue, a private investigator, and you're going to start with this. And he sees the dead body on the floor, and it's like, oh, okay, well, whatever. It's like it's better than being in a lab or blowing Cardassians on the front line. So, <laughs> job's a job, right? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna blow Cardassians <laughs> in the course of this investigation. Don't worry about that. It's just not the ones you want to. Yeah, namely me. Mm. So Gold Ducat leaves and then he starts the investigation. And then the first place he goes to, obviously, is the lady who's yeah, husband. The wife. You always start with the, the yeah. wife of the victim. Yeah, which is good that he knows that. He must have read a lot of noir comics or noir novels or noir pulp, but he knows exactly where to go. And he says, okay, um, I'm going to talk to the wife. And it's the old lady from the beginning of the episode. Cool. Yeah. And the old but lady, she, I mean, I guess it's appropriate, but she looks way rougher here. Yeah. Like she, she is like, oh, damn, I want to hit that. But then you see her in the present, and you're like, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that's what happens. Maybe she came into a large inheritance or something, or yeah. something, something well happened. I mean, you know, she maybe she just got some new dick, and sometimes new dick will do that to you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, the old dick will yeah, make yeah, I know. I know. Me, me, me. She gets some new dick. She's like, oh, look at me. I'm so, I'm so vibrant and alive. <laughs> I love everything and everybody. New dick is great. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, if your wife starts acting really happy for no reason, watch out. We got some new dick. <laughs> so she... Um, Dr. Strange can cure anything, baby. <laughs> Dr. Strange dick. <laughs> he just waves his magic wand. <laughs> They do. They he interviews her and he says, "Well, um, I know that he was having an affair, and he was having an affair with her, and yeah. he broke it off. And the her is Kira, yeah, ponytail wearing Kira, yeah, which is weird. She has a ponytail. It's very early '90s of her to be rocking a ponytail. Yeah, <laughs> she's sensitive ponytail man from fucking singles." <laughs> That's a very dated reference. That's a very that's a very specific yeah. reference. Yeah, but it works because of when this show is actually made. <laughs> yeah, ponytails are probably pretty big. Yeah, they so were that, the man bun of the early nineties. Yes, ponytails. That's a good way to put it. That is for the and the, the transition uh, from the mullet to the man bun, if you will. Yes, yes, that's a very good way to put it, Dennis. You're very smart. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, which is a natural progression. You just move it up the head. That's all, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like they're still trying to figure out how to make long hair for men business-like. Long hair for men. Yeah. Long hair for men. Business-like. Party in the back. <laughs> they do the... Um, 
Yeah, so Odo rolls up on her and he's like, so what's a lady like you doing here? And it does sound kind of creepy. And she's like, look, I'm not going to fuck you no matter what you give me. Like, get away from me. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't mean to come off that way. But he totally came off that way. Yeah. Like he didn't mean to, but he totally came off that way. (laughs) No, no, no. We're skipping around. Never mind. In the present, we got Odo talking to Rob. Well, I mean, it makes sense to kind of, you know, go there. Yeah. That's what happens next chronologically in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, blah, 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 blah. Odo talks to Rom, and then Rom's like, I don't know. He's trying to figure out what happened, and then they said the name Chesso. There you go. And Kira asks if Odo has found anything. He tells her about the name, and then Kira's like, huh, interesting. And then they have another flashback where Kira and Odo have that weird- Chesso, Chesso sounds like one of the shitty uh, He-Man character names because <laughs> everybody would just be some some object or some activity dash o chesso he yeah, plays like chess fisto Fist-o. <laughs> chesso figure out this strategy for us indeed i will skeletor he's the karnak of the he-man universe totally i could see that he does his damn thing, and then uh, so Odo's like, yeah, uh, I'm totally not going to want to have sex with you, but I will. Yeah, but I'm not here for sex, so don't get the wrong idea. He's like, and then Odo, then she's like, well, you know, he was really nice, and he had his own room, and he gave me tea. Ginger tea. I really like ginger tea. Yeah. Who doesn't? uh, Everybody likes ginger tea. It's very good for your uh, digestion. Very healthy. I lost you there. What happened? Where'd you go? I'm still here, baby. Okay, I thought I thought you died. Yeah. I, I almost lost you there. I never want to. I never want to feel that way again. Never. <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah. So. so she, she basically calls Odo. He's a collaborator. Because he's well, working with it. But I mean, does he really have a choice? I think that's the thing that, like, in the moment, people don't have a lot of ob- objectivity about. It's like, do you really think Odo volunteered and is really happy to be working for the Cardassians? No, he just is. Because he's, he's got to do like, something. He tells, Tells Goldicott, no, what the, what do you fucking happen? Yeah. You have to do the neck trick a lot. Yeah, and nobody wants to do the neck trick all the time. I mean in a lot of dark alleys. Yeah, too many dark alleys. Yeah. Too many dark alleys. So he um so yeah, so he's doing the neck trick and blowing a bunch of guys. And she's like, You're a collaborator blowing all those hot dudes. And he's like, I am not a collaborator. And then Odo goes to visit Polera, is that the lady's name? Yeah, Paula. Paula. And uh, she's like, hey, uh, why would your husband have this list of names? And he's like, I don't know. And then he says, well, what about this name, Chesso? What does that mean? He's like, I don't know. And Odo's like, well, your electricity was recently off, which is weird. I don't understand, like, the power bill went off. And I, why would Odo know that? Maybe that explains why she was sitting in the dark in the first scene where we saw her being all hot. Yeah, power <laughs> was just out, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, you know, a married man gave me that money to turn the bill on, so yeah. I don't want to implicate him at all." And he's like, "Oh, yeah. this is 
that makes it even more weird. <laughs> that was kind of a, a uh, Columbo slash Goran move, though, that he did. He's like, oh, just one more thing. No, uh, totally. That was your electricity. I noticed your electricity was out. When, when I was watching it, I said, oh, my God, Stephanie. Because Stephanie and I watched it together. I was like, he just pulled a Columbo. Yeah. And that's what they do. Columbo always leaves. Oh, well, just one more thing. And he comes back in and he asks a series of questions. And yeah. no, and I was saying this before. I don't Columbo know. usually gets them to confess. But. Yeah, well, Columbo's the best. He's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Or he puts it all together. But oh, one more thing, one more thing. And then he says something to him and then he leaves again. But if every private detective or police investigator just came back instantly or like just waited four or five seconds, they would see that look of panic on the, on the person they just questioned's face because there's always like that... so if they just came back and was like i see you making that face what'd you do i know you did it i know you did it i know you did it yeah Uh, it never happens that way and do do people who commit murders and shit like that when being questioned by police after they leave do they all make that face because in tv they all do they all make that i don't know i guess you have to watch the uh the first 48 to find out (laughs) i got that capability yeah but somebody's got to do it, right? Because it's it's like the biggest trope of all of the like the mystery, the murder mysteries. They all yeah. do it. Like no one yeah. ever. They never cut after the detective leaves, and the person's just like, "You gotta take a shit," and then they leave to go to the bathroom. It's always like that look of weird horror panic kind of sets in. Like they were playing yeah. it so cool for so long. And the uh, the Law and Order twist on it is like you of some evidence that forces but they don't have to really admit that they did it but they're like all right i'll take the deal you know? I'll, I'll take the deal mccoy they kind of exchange a look with their lawyer like mm, all right and then then mccoy walks out manslaughter with- 10 years and then mccoy's like death penalty yeah. <laughs> give him the chair i lied Jack mccoy baby i fry everybody baby <laughs> you're all gonna die he has a special room in the police station where he's like, oh, yeah, I need to take your fingerprints over here. Just just sit in this chair right here. <laughs> sponge on your head. <laughs> All right. It's wet. Sponge on my head. Well, because uh, it'll help your fingerprints uh, get a better print. The sponge really helps. It's, it's, it kind of weighs your body down. Yeah, it's like a, it's a biochemistry thing. I, I, could, I don't understand it myself. To but. get a more even press from your fingers, it, it's body, it's weight. Gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll ask a question here, by the way. <laughs> Get out my face. <laughs> and let me just pull this lever and okay, we're done. <laughs> I gotta turn the lights on. The lights. <laughs> yeah, Jack McCoy be killing everybody. Yeah, that was the very last episode of Law and Order. They finally figured it out. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's killing all these people. He's a murderer. The population of New York City has gone down drastically <laughs> over the last 15 years. Well, I don't know. What are you looking at me for? Do you know I'm gay? And then he He's leaves. like, I'm catching all the murderers. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm gay. This is because I'm gay, is it? <laughs> that's still, that's the dumbest moment just, in Law and Order history. Yes, it's just still the dumbest moment in Law and Order. There was a very attractive young lady, uh, so Selena? No, not Selena. What was her name? No. Um, ah, Serena. Serena. Was it Serena? It might have been. I don't, I don't remember. One of the ADAs, because most of the cast stayed the same, but the ADAs always switched out. Jack McCoy's assistants. Yeah. One of them was like this very pretty kind of almost cross-eyed blonde girl uh, <laughs> who had been on the show for like maybe 40. She replaced Angie Harmon, didn't she? 
I think so, yeah. It was also, Angie Harmon was, had bloodlust worse than McCoy. Like, she just wanted to get <laughs> She had a real deep voice, and she's like, they're all going to fucking die. Yeah. She left for some reason uh, because she married Michael. She married Jason Seahorn. Jason <laughs> so she left. And yeah. then the other girl came in, Serena, and she was cool, this little kind of impish, cute, blonde girl. Like I said, it was almost cross-eyed. And she was on the show for quite some time. Uh, yeah. She was there to be the, uh, the whiny liberal against the yes. heartless conservative that uh, uh, Fred Thompson was playing. Yeah, because they brought in former senator and a uh, guy who died recently, Fred Thompson, to be the DA. And he, I don't even think he was acting very much. He was just like, yep, well, I don't give a shit. Let's just murder them all, kill them all, fuck them. <laughs> so he was very kind of conservative and, and kind of gung-ho law-ish. And she yeah. was there to be, like Dennis said, to be the whiny kind of like, but I don't like this stuff. I'm having second thoughts about all this, and I don't know. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> so she, <laughs> lesbian. I mean, nothing. <laughs> she eventually quits, and, and um, well, she's forced to quit because she did something. I can't even remember what she did because it's did, not. It's so. It's so ridiculous what happens. You cannot possibly remember what she did that yeah. forced her to lose her job. Yeah, she just didn't want to leave. I guess it was like a black guy or so. Probably. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. There was a black guy in the room's bathroom. <laughs> there, no. there was a black guy. I got to move to Kansas. There was a black guy, not green, and like they wanted to send him to jail. And she was like, I don't think we should because he's a black guy and stuff. And and then she and he was like, "Well, you're gonna have to leave this office." And then she was like, uh, "Was it because I'm a lesbian?" And you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, I think every viewer of Law and Order at that point just went, "What the fuck?" Because they yeah. never. I, I, Fred Thompson even had that look on his yeah. face. That wasn't in the script. He's like, <laughs> "You can't." Or you're just ad No. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I mean, are the camera still on? What's going on? If I knew that, we would have given you a better job because I'm in the yeah. Lesbos, man. I don't like it. Yeah, man. We're about to bring in Ruberosa. I mean, you two could hook up. It'd be yeah, awesome. Yeah, you guys can totally scissor, bro. Um, <laughs> like, I even think at one point she was – it was kind of tongue-in-cheek that she was involved with Green, like her and Green kind of yeah. had a thing. Yeah. Like, she didn't come out and say it per se, but, like, there was, like, there was always, like, hmm, I wonder if her and Green are are, are yeah. and uglies. But, you know, you know how black guys and lesbians are, man. They're always flirting with each other. <laughs> that's just the way it goes. I'm not a black guy or lesbian, so I don't really know that. <laughs> and that's interesting. Is that the case, Dennis? Black guys and lesbians always flirting? Well, it must be. I mean, it was on Law & Order. That must be the, the way it <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, it was on Law & Order SVU where I first heard the term down low. And... Come to find out, that's a big thing. Black guys having sex with each other. And so much so, and much like white society as they do, white people have co-opted this, 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 this movement for men to have sex with one another, not be gay. Um, yeah. Now, straight white dudes do it, and they call it bro down or something like that. They're, they're having bro time, and like they yeah. fuck each other. But they, they just stole that from black guys. White people steal yeah. everything. Yeah. Everything we do, they take it and make it mainstream. Yeah, they're like, oh, now it's cool because like, <laughs> white yeah. people are doing it. Like, now it's safe. Nobody else wants to do it anymore. Yeah, like, man, black guys are like, I ain't sucking your dick no more. <laughs> That shit's gay. No, but um, yeah, I saw an article in the New York Times about it. And I was like, that's weird. I saw the thing about the down low on SVU, and then I did a bunch of research on <laughs> my research. I mean, watching yeah. porn. I saw that. That was on uh, Oprah, like in the nineties or something. I, I, I had a download episode. 
I, I saw it on SVU. I didn't see it on Oprah. But I, was that so? Would that be too late to be ripped from the headlines at that point? And then I think it might have been concurrently. Okay. Because SVU, when did SVU start? Like maybe 96, 97, something like that? I don't that? know. I just remember Ice-T being all like making Ice-T face it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were real Ice-T faces. He's like, do I really have to do this episode? <laughs> well, he was the one that was all like, yeah, down low. Wasn't it his son or something like that that they thought was on the down low? I don't know, man. I thought his son was played by Ludacris. Didn't they cast his son as Luda or something like that? Wasn't No, that was like his half-son, I think. They have a half-son. They have a half-son, Dennis. Well, they got it's, uh, the same mother or whatever. Oh, so it's a step's kid? So, no, because a step-kid would be like your uh, adopted or whatever. Half, a half-brother? Like, half, half would be you share one parent. Yeah, but how would he yeah. share a parent? With, like, is with, it, with, Ice-T, with Ice-T's son. He's his half-brother. Okay. Wait a minute, so he's Ice-T's half-brother? No, he's Ice T's son's half brother. Okay, that makes more sense because you were saying that she was Ice T's half son, and I was like, "What?" And, uh, okay, so that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I guess nobody says half son. But yeah, that's why it's confusing. You my half son. <laughs> I was like, What's "What half son?" Dennis, that was probably the dumbest thing you've ever said on the podcast. You just right, we'll, we'll edit it out. You just you just had a Manny <laughs> moment. It's his half son. Hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so yeah, so okay, so it was uh, his stepson. Yeah, but I, I mean. Yeah, you know, because they weren't married, so it's weird. I don't know what the right term is. So about. his, it was his baby's mom, his baby's mama's kid from a previous yeah. relationship. Yeah. Okay. And he was a murderer, right? Yeah, I mean, it's ludicrous. The world's shortest murderer, <laughs> ludicrous. Is he that short? He's pretty small, from what I understand. Yeah, because all of his videos are like shot from ground, like worm eye view. So I can't really tell how tall he is. Let's look. I'm going to look it up. I thought he was small. There's so many bouncing cars in the videos. I can't really tell. You know, get a good judge of three dimensions. He's still, is he still making videos? I don't know. My point of reference for music videos is like, most recently is like 2001. You know? <laughs> like everybody else. Ludacris is five foot eight. Hmm. So that's kind of, you know, that's less than average. He's less than average. Uh, Usher. <laughs> Usher is, five, Usher is five foot seven. Hmm. Um, That's Mike Powers height. Yes. Ludacris is five foot eight. This is all the people it looks like who are in uh, Fast and the Furious. Ludacris is five foot eight. Tyrese Gibson is five eleven. Vin Diesel is six foot. Usher is five seven. T.I. is five eight. Paul Walker is dead. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> six feet under. <laughs> oh, ow. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is six foot five, and Little Wayne is five five. See now, if you had told me that uh, Vin Diesel was like five eight or something, I would have believed it because yeah, he looks like a guy who could be short. He looks taller, but he's actually shorter. Yeah, yeah, he's like you know one of those guys. Like I'll just make myself wide. Yeah, yeah. Where The Rock is six five, and I gotta say he's a charming fellow. Yeah, yeah, just talented charming. and charming. I saw Monea over the break. Yeah, I've heard nothing but great things about it. What a fantastic film. It was yeah. really enjoyable. Like, it was great. I can't say enough about how great that movie was. Yeah, did you cry during it? Maybe, bitch. 
No, I'm just saying, like, uh, most people I've heard that have seen it, there's, like, at least a couple of moments in there where they choke up, man. To be fair, Dennis, I almost cry, like, twice a day. Yeah, I'm very, <laughs> I'm, I'm very prone to crying. You know, I was just thinking that this morning, like, ever since my son was born, like, my emotions are a wreck. Because this morning I was driving into work, listening to, uh, like, the morning news on NPR or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were playing this audio from a video, like a music video that these Nigerian politicians made, mm-hmm. like singing some patriotic song. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like just these old Nigerian guys singing or whatever. But uh, part of me is like, man, that's so beautiful, man. They love their country so much. And I start tearing up driving my car. It's, I, 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 I tear up at the dumbest shit now. Like I'll just be, I'm a, yeah, it's like I see so much yeah. beauty in the world now that, was, that wasn't yeah. there before I had my dudes, my kids. Man, like I'll never listen to Cat in the Cradle anymore. That would fucking destroy me. <laughs> I don't want to hear any chord progressions from that song. See you later. Can I have them, please? No, change the channel. <laughs> and the cats and the cradle and the zoo. Turn off the power. Just to be Turn off the Blow up the house. A little boy <laughs> and the man on the moon. All right, I have to burn down the house. <laughs> when you're coming home, Dennis, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. You know we'll have some hot sex then. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's a hopeful story. Then. Yeah, but I just, I, I almost burst into tears, you know, at least twice a week. Because the, the joy of my existence. Yeah. But, um, I can't believe I used to be a soulless entity on this earth. Yep. Dudes, my kids. Yeah. So, anywho, so yeah, she says, like, yeah, That's you know. Why I punch them every now and then just to get. <laughs> you think I can? <laughs> What's that for? I cried. That's why. You make me cry. You make me feel things I never thought possible. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like how Clever Lang was raised. Yeah, yes, it was. That's why he's such a great boxer. Shut up, boy. You make my you make my heart sore. If my son and or daughter grow up to be clever language, uh, that I don't know, man. That might be worth it. Awesome. Yeah. We should. Oh, you know, I'm gonna go upstairs after we're done recording this podcast and shave clever leg mohawks into both of my kids. <laughs> and, and you Nobody should. Totally won't divorce you. Maybe even Stephanie. I'll do her as well. We'll all have clever lang haircuts. Yeah. But the shavings, you have to then glue on their face. Yeah. It's like <laughs> nice goatee. Wake, I'll be sleeping yeah. on the couch. Even Feather like, earring. Yeah, that would be hot though. Even though I've been sleeping in bed more lately because we've got some new bedding, it's very comfortable. But at some time, like yeah. last night, I slept on the couch for old time's sake. Uh, and when my wife comes wake me up on the couch with her mohawk, she's like, Bob, what happened? I look, I say, shut up, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there in the, uh, the Mr. T cartoon, wasn't there a kid that had the same haircut as Mr. T and a dog? <laughs> I know the dog had the same hair. I think the little kid did too. He was like uh, obsessed with Mr. T. I mean, how could you not be? I think it's kind of creepy though. Didn't everybody have that haircut because we were all obsessed with Mr. T? Well, yeah, but I mean, like in that show, for some reason, he was hanging with the gymnastics team. Hey, girl. (laughs) This little kid with a a Mr. T mohawk and a dog with a Mr. T mohawk. Maybe maybe it was hereditary. Maybe that was just his family hairline. Oh, you have a cool mohawk. What? It's a really weird widow's peak, bro. That's all. Or it's like uh, like Joe Dirt. It's a wig that just got stuck on his head. Yeah. It's a root in his skull. And I will say, uh, a guy we know um, who's a bartender at a place we used to go to, a dude named Chris Eubanks, 
if you listen to the yes. podcast, you have no idea who he is, but he's a friend of ours. And he's a white guy. And yeah. he went as Mr. T one Halloween and he told me he was going to do this. I said, Chris, this is the worst idea ever. He's like, no, it'll be great. And he did it. And Holy shit. It was amazing. Like oh, yeah. he was in blackface, but it didn't look bad. If that makes sense. Like, and he had, and Chris kept his hair super short anyway and had a beard yeah. and he's a real stocky guy and he shaved the Mohawk and he looks just like fucking Mr. T. I couldn't believe it. Like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like it was the, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like a white dude in blackface, not offensive. It was fucking amazing. I wish I could find a picture of it. It was the coolest shit ever. From that moment on, I've been like, wow, Chris, that guy's fucking amazing. And he's a good <laughs> he dude. A cool guy, I, I like Chris. I was like, dude, Banks, he was a nice cat. Yeah. Um, but anywho, so yeah, so um, we go back to the episode here and Chesso is really Chisaro. Hmm. So Odo realizes that this is happening, and then uh, I guess he says, hey, man, I accidentally gave all this information to this lady. I got a bad feeling. We should probably keep a guard with Quark. And they're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, because Chisaro got whacked. Yeah, Chisaro got smoked because I guess it was too close. She figured, I guess this lady figured it out. So you already know that this lady's bad news. Yeah. Now it's just a matter of trying to catch her. And again, it's all very noir and fun. So then, then, then Quark is just laid up in the fucking ER, and then all of a sudden this dude shows up, this real easy-looking guy shows up with flowers for Quark. He's like, oh, I got some flowers for him, but now I got a knife for your chest! And he, <laughs> he has a knife behind the bouquet of flowers and just stabs him in the chest, which was a really smart idea. Yeah. It's basically the uh, the candy gram trick from Blazing Saddles. Yeah, <laughs> candy gram from Mongo, you know. Yeah, it was a really cool. So he did that, and then uh, your boy Rom shows up and sees that they're she's trying to kill. I mean, all this technology, he just tries to kill him with a pillow. Yeah. It seems very weird. Like he turns off some machines. I guess they're like monitors for uh, for Quark's body, and then he just tries to snuff him out old school with the pillow, which again is very old school. Yeah, you know, yeah. again, considering we're in the twenty fourth century on a space station, we got two aliens trying to kill each other, and they're doing it the old fashioned way with pillows. It's very Godfather two. And then this is. You know, they have cameras everywhere for some reason, but they never have them in places where they need them. Yes. You know? Like whenever they need to talk to somebody or they're, they're following somebody who's going into the, the shuttle bay or whatever, they can see it all on security cameras. But they just, for some reason, and you never see the cameras. So, you know, they got to be like little microscopic cameras or whatever. Somewhere. There's got to be kids. got to be cameras somewhere. It can't be too hard to install those in every room. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, Rom starts yelling and screaming in that weird kind of shriekish, um, oh, he's killing my brother. What's the, uh, he just, he's, he's kind of shrieking like a bat or something. Like it's really a weird sound that's coming out of him. And then all of a sudden Odo shows up and he kind of whoops this guy's ass real fast. And then he's like, he didn't even pretend to be a chair this time. Yeah. I thought for sure. Like, what is Odo going to be? I was hoping he would be the pillow. That was going to be, I was like, maybe he's the pillow. Maybe he's the pillow. The, uh, the gurney, like all of a sudden he turned. 
the girding turns into Odo and Quark just hits the floor. Yeah, that'd be cool, right? Like, that'd be crappy for Quark, but that would be yeah. pretty rad. Yeah. Or it's actually, actually the Gurney and Quark are actually Odo. So everything just turns into Odo. Yeah, that would be fun too. And the pillow. And the, like the whole room is and just... And the murder guy. So everything whole, actually was the Odo. Room, the whole room is just Odo. Like that's the whole room. Everything. Is that how this series ends? Like Deep Space Nine is actually just Odo? That would be very meta, right? Like if the whole yeah. structure, they were all living inside of Odo... Like yeah. that would be very meta and kind of strange. They, they pull out, and it's just Jake holding a uh, snow globe with these face lines inside of it. What the fuck? But the but the snow globe is Odo. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake is Odo. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> everything is Odo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so um. So they do that thing, and then they kind of figure it all out, and they throw them in a cell. And then they kind of piece it together that the names on the lists were all uh, sympathizers, all Cardassian sympathizers. They yeah. were all Bajorans who were collaborators to the, to the dudes. Yeah. Oh, we forgot a big scene. Duh. Where he interrogates Kira. And he's like, hey, why are you here? And he's like, well, yeah, I didn't kill that dude, but I did blow some shit up in the mines. We left. That was a pretty big scene that we forgot. We got caught up talking about Law and Order and that lady being a lesbian. I, I didn't get that far in my rewatch. So I oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's my fault then because I, I did. Yeah, so one of the scenes before all this happened. Maybe something had to do with like Kira being there for some terrorist shit. Yeah, she was doing some terrorist shit. Uh, but she said that she was there to blow up. Excuse me freedom fighting yes she was doing some freedom fighting and um but she she blew up something in the mines which caused the mines to shut down and she called the device to a t to make odo believe her it's like okay cool i get that so you blew that up so somebody else was here to fuck this fucking kill this dude and then your boy dukat showed up he's like is this her and he's like no nah, no nah, it's not and he's like if you're lying to me shapeshifter you'll be blowing everyone as far as the eye can see so yeah, 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 no, 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 it ain't her. So they all start doing the Cardassian butt trick. <laughs> turn into a big butthole that we all the call. merit butt trick. Yeah. So they do that, and then she leaves, and then all that other stuff happens. Yeah. And then they figure out that it's the sympath that it's the list of sympathizers, and she says, uh, "She's been blackmailing them." Yeah, she'd been blackmailing all of them. That's how she'd be getting all that money. Hundred thousand, hundred thousand. Oh, balls of gold press latinum. That's a lot of latinum. Yeah, that'll get her. That will get her a lot of uh, blonde hair dye and blue dresses to lounge around. In. And electricity. Yeah. So that would that would do it. Yeah. And so they finally like they throw them in the cell together, and they finally leave. And then uh, Odo finally puts it all together. He's like, "Well, if they were all sympathizers, then the murderer must have had to have been." a member of the freedom fighters. Mm. And then he looks at Kira, who was a member of the, of the resistance. And she's like, all right, you got me. Yeah. I was there on the station to keep an eye on this dude because we knew he was a sympathizer. We wanted to see who he was communicating with. So this is where it gets wonky to me. Okay. She says, so I broke into his shop to find the list but I never found it. And then he came into the shop 
and I had no other choice. She kills him. She makes it sound like it's kind of an accident, but it's not an accident if you break into someone's house <laughs> and they come in and catch you and then you murder him. Then what you're doing is that's uh, uh, like murder with a B and E. Yeah. So she's totally fucked. Like she would be getting the gas chamber. Essentially McCoy would give her the gas chamber at this point. Yeah. yeah. Like if he was like, yeah, you broke into like, Sir, uh, DA McCoy. There is no gas chamber in the state of New York. No, there is now for this one. Yes. For deep space nine, there is a gas chamber. She broke into his store and then tried to make it sound like, Oh, well, uh, I like the idea of Jack McCoy is a, the DA on deep space. He just shows up as a gasser. What? Gasser. <laughs> I would pay great money to see that. Just if somebody could superimpose Jack McCoy, go give her the chair. <laughs> yeah, like God, McCoy's awesome. I I could watch Jack McCoy in everything. Giving like his eagle face, like, and he does. He looks like the Muppet Eagle. Like he totally yeah. looks like because he's got those big bushy eyebrows and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so she admits to breaking and entering into the shop and then murdering this guy. And he's like, I wanted to tell you, but I'm afraid you would think I was a murderer. Yeah, a murderer and a thief. Yes. And he's like, well, And a terrorist. Yes, a terrorist, murder, thief. And he's like, well, can we still be friends? And Odo's like, yeah, sure, that's fine. <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> Basically. Well, I don't think he comes out and says it, but, I mean, the evidence of the following episodes is that he's okay with it. Yeah. Said I was. I never told you because I was afraid it would affect our friendship. And then she asks Odo if he will ever be able to trust her. And he simply looks down at his desk and he's like, oh, "I guess I don't know." But that's the episode. He was actually looking in his pants. He's like, "I don't know. Convince me." Yeah, show me that neck trick. Mm. <laughs> Let me pull out this ponytail extension for you. <laughs> mm, I love sex with your mouth. And that's it. That's how it ends. Like that's the end. Carrie, so, she's dirty. She's a murderer. Yeah, who knows how many people she's murdered? I don't know, but she is. She's a murderer, like just straight up murderer. I was shocked. Yeah. See if this if this show was made now, then this would come up again in a couple seasons. Totally. Like, like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cisco would find out somehow. Yeah, totally. Like, what? You're a murderer, and you knew Odo? Oh, I'm questioning everything now. And you murdered him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a weird episode, man. But it was really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, it ended strangely because I mean, like, what are you gonna do? You gonna lock her up in jail and then try to recast her? No, you're just gonna lock be- her up. Lock her up. It's just this. This is essentially the moment where you realize that, like, Riker blew up a space station. To cover up a rape, like this is her space station. It's like, yeah, I fucking killed a guy, and like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? But I think, like, it may, and I don't know. Sprinkle some crack on him too. (laughs) But the thing is, like, I don't know if she gets a pass because he was a sympathizer. Like, does that? I mean, that obviously makes it uh, more acceptable, I guess. But she killed a guy. Like a Nazi sympathizer or whatever, you know. 
Like I get uh, that. Magneto starts going around killing the Nazis hiding in Argentina and stuff like that. Like that, or you're like, cool, man, go get him. But still, it's kind of like, well, he actually is murdering people. Yeah. Due process, you know. Yeah, I mean, like she broke into his store to steal yeah. something and then murdered him. Like, yeah. that's some that's some Riker blowing up a space station to cover up a rape shit right there, son. Like that's that's it. Like this is her moment. Like this is where she becomes like, whoa, dude, whoa. Like yeah. I think it's good. Like the thing that should really disturb Odo about this is how much she's lied to him. <laughs> like, yeah, like for all these years, whatever that was, like eighteen years ago or twelve years or whatever, like. She's been lying that whole time, right to his face. I mean, from the second they met, she's just been straight up bullshitting his ass. Yeah. He still loves her. Sucker. But he's nothing but a mark. No, he's not. But I mean, like, what the hell, dude? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. She be, I mean, like... I don't know if I can. Uh, it's going to be tough now with her. It's weird. It's weird that I've never heard this before about Kira. You know, she's like a murderer. You know, she kind of was a murderer. It's like nobody ever talks about it. It's just kind of like, oh well, you know. Kira's great. No, dude, she's a murderer. Like she's she's a murderer. Like, I understand. I mean, it's it's not even good to blow up minds. <laughs> kill people that way no no she didn't blow up the mines i think she blew up like a like one of the the machines or something that would kind of process the ore no yeah but i mean how many how many times have people done something like that and somebody accidentally dies because they were somewhere they weren't supposed to yes that's true that's true true oh i forgot my keys and they go back and get blowed up you know so yeah that is very indirect but this is straight up like yeah i killed that fucking guy yeah i didn't think twice i killed him and then i lied to your face about it yeah yeah i didn't kill that guy nope even in the present i've been pretending like i have no idea what you're talking about yeah i've we've been friends for a year like like the cardassians have been gone for a year and even though it was like the cardassians have been gone for a year and you didn't say anything she's like well i wanted to but then you found out and I didn't have to. And then if you say anything, I'll kill you. I swear to God, I'll exactly. My lust for blood cannot be quenched. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, oh, no, do shapeshifters bleed? I'm going to find out one day. I'm going to kill you. Oh, my God. She's Dexter. Like she's just going to, like, every time Odo sees her, he's just going to turn into a chair real fast. Like, oh, shit, that bitch is going to kill me. I'm a chair. <laughs> I'm a chair. And then she just starts smashing chairs around the station just to kick. Is that you, Odo? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a painting. <laughs> a sad clown. Sad clown painting. <laughs> the eyes just fall across the room. <laughs> yeah, man. She's a murderer. Like, she's a murderer. Like, thank God. Thank God Roddenberry's dead at this point because he'd be fucking rolling over. He's rolling over in his grave right now that a lead on one of his programs that has his name on it is a murderer. Yeah. Like at and, least, and the security officer is basically gonna, you know, lose the file. Yeah, and the thing is too, like with Riker and the space station, like that's kind of ha ha ha. We made that up somewhat, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But this is just straight up. She fucking killed a guy. Yeah. You know, and it's not like an accidental Vince Neil like got too drunk and crashed a car murder. This is like straight <laughs> up 
<laughs> like, this is straight up, yeah, I fucking blasted his ass. Yeah, this is uh, Halle Berry. Oh, shit, I hit somebody. I better run. <laughs> this is him or me kind of thing. Yeah, dude, this is like, fuck yeah, I got to smoke this dude. Yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm never, it's going to be. I'm, they say how he died because it actually looked like he was really bloodied up. I don't know. It, I don't know. If I tried it's to bludgeon him to death. Which makes it more hardcore. Let's see. Um, and then drank his blood. <laughs> bathed in his blood. Now, it doesn't really say how he died. But does it matter? I mean. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, it was gruesome enough that Odo even didn't want to look at it. Yeah. You know? So she, she fucked this guy up. Kira. I'm trying to see if any. I'm on IMDb to see if anybody's talking about like she fucking kills a guy. <laughs> I don't see anybody making that. We need uh, to update her Wikipedia page. Section 31 is necessary, but good. I love Star Trek, but I just can't get into the show. Dax is useless. Minor character you wish you saw. Yeah, I don't see anything about just like she fucking straight up kills this fucking dude. Like that should be. Then, I mean, that should be the title of this episode. Like, yeah, um, uh, she kills a guy. Major Kira Narice fucking murders a dude straight up. Yeah. Because, like, and the thing is, too, she's like, well, I was just there to follow him with the names and get the names. Well, what happens after you get the names? Then you're going to kill all those fucking guys, and then you're going to go back and kill him, too. So it's a good thing she didn't find the names because she probably would have killed all those fucking jerks. Yeah. <laughs> she's, a da- she's dangerous, man. She's dangerous. She's scary. I mean, she, she's no better than uh, Paula or whatever, the sexy MILF lady. Yeah. Because she killed that dude just to cover her own tracks. I mean, she kills them all, baby. The same thing. I mean, she kills them all. We'll kill all y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I don't see anywhere on her Wikipedia page where it says she's a murderer. She's a fucking murderer. <laughs> that shit is crazy, son. Yeah. So. Murder, she wrote. I mean, Dennis, I mean, and then, and then Otis just could be like, well, yeah, I mean, whatevs. Yeah. This, the whole series now is going to be compromised. Like, I'm never going to listen to a word she says. She's a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she was, but I think you're going to get some blowback. Like that'll be the first question. I mean, like, how did Ben not tell us that she was a murderer? Oh yeah, Kieran he's, he's on it, man. Yeah, he's she, in on the the silence of uh, murder. But from, I get uh, co- uh, collaborators. But, but I guess it's okay because she's killing a collaborator. But is it? I mean, did she know for sure he was a collaborator? I mean, she could have planted that. Basically, list. she basically just killed him because he walked in on her, not because he was a collaborator. It's like, oh, I thought he might have been a collaborator. I killed his ass and I planted some crack on him in this and this note. You know? Kind of fucked up, man. Yeah, it's totally fucked up. But I will say this episode's great. Like, the flashback scenes, as Dennis was uh, saying before, are really kind of uh, low lighting. It's it's very low lit. And with the sci-fi, it's kind of got like a 
like if 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 a TV station wanted to do Blade Runner, this is what it would look like. And it's pretty fucking cool. Like I was really into this episode so much so that I hope there are more episodes like this. I could watch this whole, if the show changed and it was just flashback to detective Odo on deep space nine run by Cardassians. I'd fucking watch that in a second. It was awesome. Well, I will say because arrow is kind of that way. Like, um, everything is, like every season is a flashback to five years before. Like the first season is a flashback to five years before when he gets marooned on the island. Mm-hmm. And then like throughout every season, they keep going back showing flashbacks of five years before and how that ties into the present day. So what's going to happen? Like, as, a, as a plot device, it gets kind of old. Now what, ha- what happens when they actually start flashing back to the old episodes of the show? Like that's just... Well, that's the thing. This, they're in the fifth season right now. So if they, you know, if they do another season, they can't flash back anymore. They're gonna be, it's just going to be a clip show at that point. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I, if Deep Space Nine changed to a hard-boiled detective show about Odo... <laughs> I would totally be amped to shit about that. Like, I think that would be like, you know, if they made it now, it'd be a web series, you know, I would it would do, be like a four part webisode that you'd, you'd have to log into the, uh, the CBS studios website to watch. Cash, that's a fucking cash grab. If I ever get the chance to meet <laughs> Renee, I'll saw blah, ha ha, whatever his name is. I would yeah. be like, dude, I'll push on wall. let's write a series. That's you as a hard boiled detective. Yeah, man, write a comic for IDW or something like that. Dude, that shit would be amazing. Yeah. Like, just Odo doing detective work on DS9, just busting heads and, like, kicking ass and taking names. Because even Gold Ducat is like, I knew you were the right man for the job. Listen to the way he talks to me. He ain't scared of me. He ain't ever scared. What? He ain't ever scared. What? <laughs> Hug and kiss Bone crusher, baby. <laughs> Hug and kiss a man. What? You know, he ain't scared. That's right. He's outside of the club, but you think I'm a punk? (laughs) NFL remix. So I go to my loaded tech. How did that song make it into a Madden game? I don't know. It's It's like a weird uh, football remix. Yeah. So we go into the locker room and get ready for the game. (laughs) And I'm not going to mention my gun and shooting people. Yeah. Yeah, great. Great. What a great episode. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. What do you say? Eight. Whoa! <laughs> I was just going to say, don't go too high. Eight. I think this is, this is one of my favorite episodes. Like this and, and, and the beginning of the season stuff is just, I mean, it's, per- I mean, I don't want to say it's perfect because if it was perfect, Kira would have been arrested and taken off the station. Then yeah. it'd be a 10 and I would be just over the moon about it. Yeah. You know, like maybe, you know, for the purpose of the series, they couldn't arrest her or whatever, but it would have been probably better Star Trek. Maybe if Odo had like lectured her at the end, you know, kind of the way like Picard would. Yeah. He's- He's going to make a reprimand, but he can't, he's not going to arrest him because they're a good officer or whatever. Look, buddy, you can't blow up space stations to cover up rapes, dude. It's not cool. That's what I'm here for. Cool. I'll cover for you, dude. Yeah. The, Let me hit that every once in a while. The one thing that could have saved it might have been like her saying like, I was in, you know, like me and another guy were in the room and I was looking for the thing and he came in like, just throw somebody else in the room. Don't make her the trigger yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was me and the other guy. 
and that, that guy's dead. And that he, was, he was vaporized. Yeah, but I mean, that could have explained why the other dude who was supposed to carry out the bombing mission wasn't on the station. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like there was yeah. two guys, there were two people on the stations. The other one split because he he killed the guy, so he had to jet. Like that makes right. that's a better way to end the episode because then Kira doesn't have this. Yeah, because she couldn't leave because Odo had already, you know, basically identified her as a suspect. So, and then, and then, then you don't have like, then you only have like, well, she covered it up, right? Yeah, which isn't as bad as like she fucking she just killed this guy. Accessory to murder, yeah. not an actual murder. She's just Ray Lewis, and then that she happens just, all the time. You know, yeah. like uh, people go in to rob a bank, and then one guy gets trigger happy, yeah. and now they're all murderers. You know? Yeah, like she's Ray Lewis. She can still go on ESPN and still, you know, <laughs> go meet the president and stuff like the president yeah. elect, and be all like, "Hey, yeah, whatever." Odell I, Beckham Jr. is still do her dance in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I covered up a murder, whatever. You know, but I would like to see Major Kira do the uh, Ray Lewis dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that would have been a way to write out of it, like to go like, well, we can't like uh, in the writer's room. Did someone go, do you realize we just made her a murderer? Yeah, <laughs> like we're all OK with that. Right. Like there was nobody going like, hey, shouldn't there be another trigger like the trigger man like left or something, you know, because that, that all oh, was so maybe it's just, you know, this another this is the frontier, you know, and. The rules don't necessarily apply, blah, 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 blah. As long as the Federation doesn't find out, we're okay. The guy who tried to kill Quark is in jail? Yeah. They're going to bust his ass, son. Yeah. Well, that's present murder, baby. That's not past murder. <laughs> There's no statute of limitations on the murder, baby. But maybe. <laughs> For that one, there is. They could probably say, well, that was under the Cardassian law, and now it's different, and blah, blah, blah. It was a war. I don't fuck it. But it just, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's worse. It was a war crime. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. It's, I, if, I would say, I would give this one a seven. It's really good. It's a good episode. I like it. Yeah, me too. But it is disappointing. Is she a murderer? Yeah. I even went, Dennis, I'm not even going to lie to you. As I was watching it, I went, I watched it the first time and then I went back and rewound it. I was like, come again? Because like, they didn't, she didn't come out and say like, yeah, I fucking killed that dude. She was yeah. just like, it was either him or me. Yeah. And I was like, huh? What? And then I was like, well, wait, you broke into his shop. Yeah. So that's not a him or me. That's you breaking in and then killing that motherfucker. That's a big difference. Yeah. So it was great. Well, there you go. I like, one thing I really liked about the episode we didn't talk about when it opens, uh, Odo is doing his first security log for the station. Yeah, ever. <laughs> his log is basically him complaining about having to do logs. Yeah, it's like, this is bullshit. All these yeah. guys are dicks. Federation, for some reason, thinks that I need to do a log. Uh, I have such a great memory and a huge penis. So, Federation, come suck it. <laughs> End log. <laughs> Uh, I fucking I fucking hate all of you. Yeah. Eat my dick. Yeah. But you know what? I bet his next log isn't going to say anything about Kira being a murderer. Nah, hell nah. Eat my dick. <laughs> my ass tastes great. Come find out. <laughs> you got a problem with that? You can suck on my balls. Here, I'll make some balls for you. Shape, 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 shape. <laughs> Shape, shape, balls, 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 balls. <laughs> so there you go, everybody. Yeah. There you go. That's the episode. 
Happy 2017, everybody. <laughs> Happy 2017. Just now, you have to remember now, the rest of the time you watch this, this series, that one of the main characters is a fucking murderer. Yeah. At least one. Who knows whatever he else did. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it was only the second season. Yeah. I mean, we kind of thought that Dax was a murderer for a little while there. Yeah, we did. This is a very sketchy show, man. I, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. You know what else, Dennis? I dig you, baby. Mm. Thank you for recording, because if not, I just would have sat here by myself. Yeah, it was that fun. It would have been weird talking to myself for an hour and a half. It would have been a lot you know, more fun maybe with uh, Ben and Jenny here as well. Oh, yeah. I think we did a, uh, an admirable job. So. We did the Lord's work today, and it's uh, Ben's birthday, so good for him. Happy birthday, yeah. Ben, wherever you are. Hope Enjoy your Cinnabon. Hope your balls deep in some trim right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird that you're, you're hoping that one of our co-hosts is banging the other co-host right I now? I mean, it'd be weird if I was hoping he was banging somebody else, right? That would be well, he is. Like, I've got uh, my Twitter open right now, and, and Jenny is posting on Twitter. So if he's banging her, he's not doing a good job. <laughs> I'm going to edit that part no, I don't see any spelling mistakes. I'm going to edit that part out. That was just cold-blooded. <laughs> Come on, Ben. It's better, baby. Get it together. All right. Say hi. You guys have a good week, and we'll talk Send to you. Send us a video. I mean, nothing. <laughs>